welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There's several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. My email is ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message and while you're there if you'd like you can make a donation to support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that now let's get started with today's lesson good morning today is lesson 198 Only my condemnation injures me. Only my condemnation injures me. Injury is impossible. And yet illusion makes illusion. If you can condemn, you can be injured. For you have believed that you can injure, and the right that you have established for yourself can now be used against you till you lay it down as valueless unwanted, and unreal. Then does illusion cease to have effects, and those effects that it seemed to have will be undone. Then are you free, for freedom is your gift, and you can now receive the gift you gave. Like I said in yesterday's lesson, we live what we believe. If we believe that we can be injured, then we can be injured. If we believe that we can injure someone else, we can be injured. Continuing. Condemn, and you're made a prisoner. Forgive, and you are freed. Such is the law that rules perception. It is not a law that knowledge stands, that knowledge understands, for freedom is a part of knowledge. To condemn is thus impossible in truth. What seems to be its influence and its effects have not occurred at all. Yet must we deal with them a while as if they had. In other words, because we're in the middle of this illusion, we're beginning to understand that it's illusion, but we still have the effects of the illusion that we have to deal with as if they were real. (coughs) Continuing. Illusion makes illusion, except for one. Forgiveness is illusion. That is answer to the rest. Forgiveness sweeps all other dreams away. And though it is itself a dream, it breeds no others. All illusions, save this one, must multiply a thousandfold. But this forgiveness is where illusions end. Forgiveness is the end of dreams 
because it is a dream of waking. It is not itself the truth. Yet, does it point to where the truth must be and gives direction with the certainty of God himself. It is a dream in which the Son of God awakens to his self, capital S, and to his Father, knowing that they, the Father and the self, are one. <clears throat> Remembering that forgiveness is not looking at a sin and judging it real and then pardoning it. It is, forgiveness is recognizing that this sin never happened. Continuing. Forgiveness is the only road that leads out of disaster, past all suffering, and finally away from death. How could there be another way when this one is the plan of God himself? And why would you oppose it? quarrel with it, seek to find a thousand ways in which it must be wrong, a thousand other possibilities. It is, not, is it not wiser to be glad that you hold the answer to your problems in your hand? Is it not more intelligent to thank the one, capital O, who gives salvation and accept his gift with gratitude? And is it not a kindness to yourself to hear his voice and learn the simple lessons that he would teach instead of trying to dismiss his words and substitute your own words in place of his. So who is this one, capital O, who gives salvation? Whose voice are we supposed to listen to and learn the simple lessons rather than trying to dismiss his words and substitute our own in place of his. Just reading this without any revelation, we would tend to think that this one, capital O, is God, the Father. However, going back to the third paragraph where it talks about forgiveness, and forgiveness is a dream in which the Son of God awakens to his self, capital S, and to his Father, knowing they are one. <clears throat> That's who this one is, capital O. God himself and God the Son, or a.k.a. us. So, continuing. His words will work. His words will save. His words contain all hope, all blessing, and all joy that can ever be found upon this earth. His words are born in God and come to you with heaven's love upon them. <coughs> those who hear his words have heard the song of heaven, for those are the words in which all for these are the words in which all merges one at last. All of us who think we are separate individuals, everything that we look around and see in the physical reality, my house, my dog, my car, my neighbor across the street, all will merge as one at last. <clears throat> Continuing. 
And as this one will fade away, as this reality will fade away, the word of God will come to take its place, for it will be remembered then and loved. This world has many seeming separate haunts where mercy has no meaning. An attack appears as justified. Yet, all are one. A place where death is offered to God's Son and to his Father. You may think that they, capital T, have accepted. <coughs> but if you will look again, <coughs> this world has many seeming separate haunts where mercy has no meaning. An attack appears as justified. We think that, like I said, that everything is separate. In a city, in the quote-unquote bad sections, there are places where some people fear to walk because they're afraid they're going to get attacked or mugged or murdered. And it appears that fighting back, if you are attacked, is justified. <clears throat> Continuing, yet all are one. A place where death is offered to God's Son and to his Father. <clears throat> you may think they have accepted, capital T. I think that this is referring to the crucifixion of Jesus. That we think that God the Father and God the Son accepted the physical reality as reality because we saw his body get killed. Well, not we personally, but historical accounts. <clears throat> Continuing. But if you will look again upon the place where you beheld their blood, you will perceive a miracle instead. How foolish to believe that they, capital T, could die. How foolish to believe that you can attack. How mad to think that you could be condemned and that the Holy Son of God can die. The stillness of yourself capital S, remains unmoved, untouched by thoughts like these, and unaware of any condemnation which could need forgiveness. Now, forgiveness in that sentence is used in the traditional form, where our true self is completely unaware of any condemnation which could need forgiveness condemnation and forgiveness. That's the original, what we were taught forgiveness means. Continuing, dreams of any kind are strange and alien to the truth. And what but truth could have a thought, capital T, which builds a bridge to it that brings illusions to the other side. So, what thought other than truth could build a bridge that would bring illusions to the other side? Continuing. Today, 
we practice letting freedom make its home with you. The truth bestows these words upon your mind that you may find the key and let the darkness end. And these are the words. Only my condemnation injures me. Only my own forgiveness sets me free. So if we are believing in condemnation, we are being injured. The only way to get out of that is by true forgiveness, by recognizing that none of that ever happened. And that sets us free. <clears throat> Continuing. Do not forget today that there can be no form of suffering that fails to hide an unforgiving thought. Nor can there be a form of pain that forgiveness cannot heal. So every time today that we're thinking of something that is some sort of suffering, whether it's starving children around the world or your own loved one that has been severely injured or diagnosed with a, with a deadly illness or something. There can be no form of suffering that fails to hide an unforgiving thought. A thought that believes that physical reality is the real reality. And there can be no form of pain that forgiveness cannot heal. This again is the true forgiveness of recognizing that the real physical, the, that physical reality is not the real reality and none of this painful stuff ever happened. That loved one who was injured or diagnosed is actually perfectly fine and well and one with you. Continuing. Accept the one illusion which proclaims that there is no condemnation in God's Son, and heaven is instantly remembered. The world forgotten, all its weird beliefs forgotten with it. As the face of Christ appears unveiled at last in this one dream, this is the gift that the Holy Spirit holds for you from God your Father. Let today be celebrated both on earth and in your holy home as well. Be kind to both. As you forgive the trespasses you thought them guilty of and see your innocence shining upon you from the face of Christ. Now remembering, <coughs> excuse me, that the face of Christ is the person who recognizes the oneness of everything and everyone and sees the beauty of the real reality and the unreality of what we consider real. Continuing, now is there silence all around the world. Now is there stillness where before there was a frantic rush of thoughts that made no sense. Now 
is their tranquil light across the face of the earth, made quiet in a dreamless sleep. And now the word of God alone remains upon it. Only that can be perceived an instant longer. Then our symbol's done, and everything you ever thought you made completely vanished from the mind that God forever knows to be his only son. There is no condemnation in him. He is perfect in his holiness. And the he here that it's talking about is the physical representation of the son. And I say that because they're small H's. There is no condemnation in him. He is perfect in his holiness. He needs no thoughts of mercy. Who could give him gifts when everything is his? And who, and who could dream of offering forgiveness to the son of sinlessness itself? So like to him whose son he is, that to behold the son is to perceive no more and only know the father. No more perception, only knowing. In this vision of the sun, so brief that not an instant stands between this single sight and timelessness itself, you see the vision of yourself, and then you disappear into God forever. Today, we come still nearer to the end of everything that yet would stand between the vision, this vision, and our sight. And we are glad that we have come this far and recognize that he, capital H, who brought us here will not forsake us now. For he, capital H, would give, would give to us the gift that God has given us through him today. Now is the time for your deliverance. The time has come. The time has come today. forgiveness sets me free. The brief vision of the true self, the true son of God that stands between time and timelessness. That brief vision that we recognize who we truly are. Then we disappear forever into God. And he who would give us the gift that God has given us through him today, we, ourselves, our true selves, giving us that vision for that instant, giving us that gift that God has given us through our true selves. Today, I wish you a day of deliverance. Many blessings. Namaste.